Hey, welcome back to the Vanquisher's Guide podcast. I'm Bradley. I'm Randy. And I'm Bryce. Hello, people. Really excited to be here with you guys today. Oh, man, I've been looking forward to it all <laughs> week. Same. I've been dying. I've seen some of these pictures uh, <gasps> of this, uh, this little dude thing. And man, let me tell you. Tell me. It's a. Today we're going to be talking about the dude thing. It's a, it's, a creature. Calls it. it's a thing, man. <laughs> Definitely a dude, and it's a thing. Is it a dude? It a dude. Are we certain it's a dude? Dude being a uh, gender neutral term. Okay. Oh, well, it's also usually male. So, well, there we go. All right. Now we um, know. But I guess I'm going to do this, pull the same thing as Bryce. Oh, man. You're leaving me in suspense. <laughs> leaving mm. you in suspense. I'm going to so, die. Let's let's talk about nightmares really fast. All right. Oh, so man. I didn't think this was like that type of personal podcast, bro. Yeah. No, it's we're getting deep. I need to uh, know. My most common nightmare is I wake up and back in school, and I'm giving a presentation in front of the class, and I've forgotten everything. Does that help? Does that make sense? Does it, are you anything else you'd like to know? That is a common nightmare. That's the uh, only one. I'm, but there's isn't there like a really common nightmare with like isn't there like a guy's face that doesn't exist but he's like the most like seen nightmare in the world yeah i'm pretty sure that like there's been a I've whole study yeah and he's got like he's just got like a very like bog standard face um i like, don't know if i can ever man, remember so, you know, makes sense <laughs> yeah there you go no, <laughs> i i know exactly what you're getting at brad and that but yeah it, it's just creepy it's just inter- interesting that like nightmares exist, right? And that yeah. there happens to also be a very, um, this actually has nothing to do with the podcast today specifically, but that there is a man's face that is like seen by a huge portion of the like the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can remember my dreams well enough for me to be able to like draw or describe for a sketch artist the face of a man in my nightmares, like. I don't think I've most of the time when I wake up, I can only remember vague ideas and like. I think they were done general plot case studies. um, I suppose maybe that's also why the face all looks the same. Yeah, maybe just kind of like describes the most generic face ever. Yeah, Yeah. like oh, it's the same dude. It's two eyes, no way, and a nose. Oh my goodness, the chances. Yeah. But like talking about like nightmares and stuff and like especially, you know, we talk a lot about folklore because, you know, that happens to be like a big part of our podcast. Uh, But like, you know, if you think back and uh, like, let's talk about like thunder and lightning, right? Something completely unexplainable to everyone in the world. And so how people, whether religious or not religious or anything, people had to try to explain what these were because that's like what humans do they try to explain the unexplainable mm-hmm. and so with thunder and lightning we come up with things like thor like zeus like probably other things um like god going bowling with, yeah you know or like <laughs> yeah i mean just like you get these natural phenomenon and and to explain them we come up with especially in the past not as much today because uh, we do have a little bit more of understanding of what supernatural things are, and we try to put them in a little bit more of a scientific understanding. But yeah, back we then, have actual proof. Well, we yeah, real right. proof now, that God's bullying, we, and that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. But now that we understand where thunder comes from, we can explain how that comes to be. And uh-huh. so when we get other more like different things that we can't under under like explain or understand right away, we don't jump straight to it must be a god. It must be a right. giant serpent under the sea kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but so talking about these unexplainable phenomenon and supernatural things, nightmares is something that even now we still don't fully understand. We, I don't know if we fully understand like where and why, and if dreams have any importance whatsoever, I don't think they do, but, um, but it's still something that we do. Like there is a science still today trying to understand those. Right. But think about living in the pre-medieval, the medieval era or you know before that obviously and trying to comprehend what these terrifying visions and things that you saw and stuff like happening like right trying to understand and explain that and so today we're going to be talking about how the pre-medieval and medieval germans uh and a little bit other 
European areas uh, like Scandinavia and uh, parts of those that part of the world kind of explained nightmares. Right. I also think so, mm-hmm. the more that like people start to share these experiences, the more they, they, it fuels each other. Like they people start to help each other to inspire a creature out of the ideas. Like nightmares are a very universal thing. Pretty much everybody, everybody has them. I feel like everybody's had at least one type of one nightmare eventually at some point in their life. And so as people talk about the nightmares that they have, everyone's like, yo, I had a nightmare just like that too. And they share with it. And then it kind of takes on this own, their own creature of like, Oh, maybe it's what this, maybe this is what's causing it. And people just kind of get behind ideas and it makes their own, or it starts to create these own creatures. I feel yeah. like oh, totally. When, when people feel validated in what they're mm-hmm. saying and it, you know, it, it, it's around a collective group of people that all are saying the same things. I mean, that's exactly why we have, you know, you have like friend groups, you have like uh, organizations and stuff. It's because it's all people that agree with each other right. and feel mm-hmm. better about themselves. And, and that's where I think a lot of these creatures come from. 100%. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure what creature we're talking about still, but uh, <laughs> getting back to what you were saying, Brad, is that like I can totally see how in like medieval times, if you had just like the most disturbing like nightmare where you just woke up and you were totally unsettled, you'd be like, that cannot have come from my own brain. Yeah. It must have come totally. from like some terrible like sleep paralysis demon or like something like that. Something know? did that to me. Yeah. Well, especially if you look at the medieval era in in, in uh, Europe, I mean, um, you've got we've talked about gargoyles before you know terrifying artwork if you you know look up artwork in those times you've got tons of stories of demons and fallen angels and angels we've had that conversation yeah yeah that's Uh, true you've got just i mean the medieval era in england or europe i keep saying england in europe europe in general a, a very terrifying place um with just you know not only monsters and stuff you had plague sickness you had not great living conditions you were under yeah under, living under like a terrible feudal state you know like all of these things are just not very good and and, and then add on all of these demons and stuff that you know your church is proclaiming and that's you, you know that the kind of it just like it's it, it's an environment where these folklore stories are just can be bred into existence yeah i mean to maybe repeat a repeat a common phrase it's nightmare fuel right yo a a dead horse or mare like (laughs) a dead nightmare (laughs) oh man i see what you did there so so finally eight eight and a half minutes into this thing (laughs) we're gonna be talking about the alp alp um, and that's not other to be names. confused with the sitcom hit Alf. Uh, that is not to be confused. Yes, exactly. This is uh, not a I, sitcom, people. <laughs> I googled that recently just because, like, I, I was talking about it to uh, some friends, and man, that uh, that sitcom is terrifying. But anyway, yeah. I'm sure this guy will be much more friendly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, probably. Um, yeah. So, and then it's Alpe, L A L P E which is like the plural form if you were getting you know attacked by a lot of these things. <laughs> that sounds like a fun time. I wouldn't want to misaddress them, you know. Right. Um, these things but... ever like at all related to the name of the Alps, the mountains, do you know? Kind of. It's it's hard. Kind of. It's a hard it's a hard thing to talk about because right. Alp pretty much translates to elf in German. Um so It'll be something that we talk about in, in a little bit more in depth. But when I just say, like, if, hey, we're having a podcast about elves today, it, especially, you know, if you think about European elves, like, your mind can go anywhere. We've talked about Scandinavian gnomes already. You've probably seen Lord of the Rings or Hobbit or Reddit or something. You've probably, boy, you know, lost, yeah. <laughs> you've probably played like a video game with elves in it or something. And so, like, elves can just mean anything pretty much, right? And so especially in these times where elf was a fluid term that kind of could mean right. anything. I'm going to talk about it later anyways. Um, there was a 
guy that lived in a mountain, but I don't know if it was the Alps. I feel like there's a lot of guys uh, that live in a lot of mountains. No, well, so, but he, he lived in, he lived in Sweden, I think. Ah. But anyways, he was, he was a weird dude and like, he had something to do with the story. I didn't do too much research into it because it has He's... more to do with a different creature, gotcha. but he also had something to do with this. So maybe, but I don't think so. so. Possibly there's a okay. loose connection that somehow yes. strings back to it, but mostly it's, and then, yeah, it's prob- probably not because it might've just mean the elves. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, just a curiosity. So, um, the Alps or Al- not Alps. Sorry. That, that was, a, how dare you? The Alps or Alpe, <laughs> um, were normally male. There is a female type of this and they're called the mare. <laughs> Hence. Like, oh, really? That's where or, the nightmare. Do yes. they look I'm like horses? Be, uh, they don't, they ride horses. So. Ah, um, okay. But we'll talk about in a little bit. Both of the the Alp and the mares do have the ability to shapeshift into animals. So yes, they could also turn into horses. Mm. Um, but I believe that like before even I don't know when the the term mare meant horse. Right. But the where we get the term nightmare from is not because of a horse. Right. It's actually just because of this creature. Oh really? That's where the origin yes. of like the phrase nightmare is. Yes, right. it is from it. And um, so I was going to do a little bit about the mares, and I have one story that I'll talk about, um, but there's just really nothing there. Um, so pretty much when I talk about this, unless there's a specific story, I kind of mean the same thing because just one is usually more masculine, one's usually more feminine. And actually it did specify that they're not technically gendered as male or female. It's just kind of one is just more masculine, one's more feminine. So because they're not technically like human. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Anyways. (laughs) So uh, where we get, you know, it being like an elf and everything, uh, an elf usually is short and is depicted with having pointed ears. Um, But unlike our normal elves that we would think about and stuff, uh, there's been two kind of descriptions on how like they're kind of likened to. And an elf sometimes is likened to a vampire, but it doesn't really suck blood or anything like a vampire. It sucks you know, souls. You would think. <laughs> so its behavior is more akin to an incubus. Nice. Um, and then a mare would be more like a succubus, you know, oh. um, which is pretty, um, That's an you know, interesting direction great, for this creature to go. I would have never guessed. <laughs> <laughs> and for everyone listening, I don't mean like hentai version of these. Oh, things. man. General description of an incubus. I for one succubus. am relieved. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I knew that it was the first thing you thought of. Right? <laughs> I, I was like, I mean, when you say incubus and succubus, that just kind of like hangs out there. And I'm like, oh, uh, is that what they do? No, that, that's, that's, that's why I wanted to clarify. That's weird, because man. the terms are a lot less kinky. I, I also feel like. No, the, I get um, that. Yeah. I also feel like those creatures have become a whole different thing within the last. 10 years than what they have ever been in the past as well. So. Oh, 100%. Yeah. They've just molded um, into their own weirdness. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm just, I'll, I guess I'll just a little bit of the definition. So an incubus is a demon in male form who, according to mythology and legendary traditions, lies upon a sleeping woman in order to engage in sexual activity with them. So it's literally just a demon that likes sex, not like a... Can't blame them tentacle monster or I mean, something that I don't know, i'll blame him for the for the <laughs> method but not for the <laughs> okay. anyways so yeah um so now that we have this image of a kind of shorter impish looking thing with pointed ears can it can it leave um, my brain now yeah <laughs> no it can't because not only can, oh. are you looking at that Give him a little magical hat. I'd rather not. Oh Thank you. That does so kind of help these him, things, though. <laughs> these things wore a hat called a Tarnkapi. I think that's how it's pronounced. It's it's a German word. Um, but basically, it translates to a camouflage hat. Nice. And so it gets it gets a good deal. Not all, but it gets a good deal of its powers from this hat. That's awesome, man. Um, <laughs> these yes, things are great. It feels like cheating. And like... <laughs> there are like stories and stuff that's like specifically say that these things look odd because of this hat. Is it like know. a top hat or are each of the hats different? 
Maybe like they all. I'm guessing each of the cats are Pez. different. Um. <laughs> Do some have like cowboy uh, hats and other ones have? Oh, like I would hats. love that. I, or maybe a beanie. My my hat, or like I w- I'm thinking more like a veil, maybe, um, but not like that goes in front of your head, but kind of. They're like all a, getting like, married. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. One has um, a halo for some reason. Like, um, some some stories depicted it more like a cloak. Oh. Okay. So almost maybe kind of like a shawl, shawl, shawl. Yeah, that that's probably better than veil. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. That makes um, them look extremely goofy. I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Just make it a cloak, but, like uh, yeah. with a hood, and then they turn into. Almost, <laughs> then I can see where the vampire imagery comes from. They got <laughs> cloaks up and sneaking around at night. So yeah. Just like wanna be um, vampires. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> So two of the powers that this, or I guess the two powers that this cap, I guess, is a, is a hat or cap, gives the wearer is the ability to be invisible whenever they want. Nice. Good. Pretty good. Pretty great. Right. And then it also grants the wearer the power to uh, change shape into either mist or various forms of animals. That is so strong. Uh, yeah, man. Y- yes. That is a yeah. really powerful uh, hat. Which, also, uh, turning into mist is also a very common thing for vampires. I don't know if that's a newer thing or not, but uh, I feel like that's a thing. I feel like it's pretty like I feel like it's common, at least since like the earliest editions of D anD D had that. Mm-hmm. So or like, it's at least as old as the seventh. Turning into bats, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, very cool abilities, um, and uh, apparently in whenever they turn into these different animals, the hat remains on the animal. <laughs> That's so, so good. So it's just a floating hat? No, 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 no when so it's when an animal. So oh, you, got yeah. like, like, you got like a dragon with a hat on. <laughs> you ever see like an iguana wearing a hat, then you know what it is. <laughs> I hope it doesn't like change size and it just has to deal with either a really small hat or a really big hat. Yes. That would be so good. That reminds me of... Uh, the movie Meet the Robinsons, where the T Rex has the little bowler oh, hat. Oh man, I was, yeah. I was totally thinking about like the bowler hats and stuff. Uh, <laughs> that'd be crazy. so good. <laughs> That's what the modern modern day yeah, <laughs> ones wear. Fancy Alp, Alps have or Alp, Alp, yeah. Alpe. I keep wanting to say apples for some Alpe, reason. Alpe, I keep on yeah. thinking of Al Pacino. That's <laughs> obviously not it. <laughs> close enough though um but what's you know what makes sense you know if the hat gives them powers without the hat they lose those powers makes sense um and so it's yeah um basically the his hat is one of his most prized possessions he guards it very carefully if anyone ever gets their hands a hold of it he will offer them a lot of his riches because apparently you know just like other monsters and stuff they hoard a lot of because why not ever so he'll offer great reward just to get his hat back um and it was said that if you like do get his hat back like he won't like try to like exact revenge on you but if you like try to like taunt him with it or whatever when he gets it back he'll uh yo dude he'll get you that's the worst trade offer ever you can just you can make way more money consistently with the hat than if you ever gave it up just keep it forever you could just turn invisible whenever you (laughs) want Except if the Alp gets his Alp friends and then they gang up on you in a dark alley. (laughs) But I I don't know why you would tease an Alp with like his stolen hat and then just give it back to him. Be like, all right, we're good now. All right, we're square. Yeah, we're good. That that feels like the worst idea ever. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Um, And then... Uh, there have been creatures similar to this, uh, like the Alp, that have surfaced all over Europe, including in the British Isles. They had a very similar creature, but they called it the Old Hag. And did she wear a hat as yeah. well? The Old Hag? Um, I'm not sure. It, it wasn't. There was very little information about uh, the Old Hag. Um, what is she and in? also being called just the Old Hag. Searching for that was not. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Trying to find information. Um, but I assume it is more closely related to its nightmare side of abilities gotcha. than its camouflage hat. Man, 
What a shame. Missed out on that hat. Yeah. To be fair, with like these shape shifting monsters, like when there's other like similar monsters to them, like maybe it's just the original monster shape shifted into an old hag, you know? Yeah, it's true. Exactly. Yeah. Why not? It's true. <laughs> and uh, so let's like way, way before the nightmare stuff. Wow. These Alps were, cons- and, and again, it's hard to, to try to figure out exactly which alp right was this kind of alp which ones were just elves not like not having anything to do like this but before we got into these nightmare things there were stories of alps but again just meaning elf in german that were considered friendly elf-like beings that lived in mountains but eventually turned uh like the story turned to be more negative and malevolent gotcha um the characteristic magic that the elves possess can also bear the creature that resembles a kobold in uh, in Europe as well, which is basically if you've played video games with them and stuff, they're like kind of like dog creatures. Yeah. Uh, but basically, what they are is like nature sprites. Um, they have uh stories all over Europe with you know stories of kobolds, goblins, hobgoblins, basically all were the same thing. Now, obviously, meaning very different things. But basically what they were originally were either sprites, uh, invisible nature spirits, things like that, that can materialize into different animal forms, into fire, into human beings, into candles, just kind of shape-shifting spirits. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. And so uh, you might be confused right now. I guess I can take a little pause here at why I haven't talked about nightmares yet. Please. Um, basically, I'm talking about I'm I'm kind of just going through um, the time period right now of what they've evolved into. So okay. at the very beginning of these stories, they didn't have this ability to do anything with nightmares. Oh, interesting. It was just, yeah. So it, it, it's a very cool because they, they have grown as time's grown, which is just a very fun thing. Uh, but one of their first kind of appearances in that is that the Alp possessed something called the Evil Eye, which is a very... Um, kind of an interesting concept if you guys ever have studied um any kind of like old witchcraft or any kind of like pagan stuff Mm -hmm. the evil eye is a pretty pretty big part of that and we're not going to get too much into it but basically what it is is just a very malevolent spirit right-esque thing that lives in a different like realm um that is just pretty evil and it and it causes lots of turmoil and stuff. So basically, they possess oh. part of that, and who's it's like a medallion or something whose gaze can inflict illness, misfortune, and the only way to get rid of that is to destroy the eye, or like damaging the eye or something. Yeah. So in like typical witchcraft, like an e- the evil eye is like a creature, right? But like the Alp has yes. a medallion that it just like waves at you. And then you'll just you're just cursed like that, because I think the like, at least in like modern day like witchcraft and stuff, the evil eye is kind of more involved with like people like curse you or something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm guessing it's kind of like that. It's using the powers through it, like it's oh, using it's medallion like, as it's, a, it's channeling, channeling it. of the evil through like a talisman or yeah. something. Oh, that's okay. Incredibly interesting. That is very cool. So, also, like very, very in depth for a like medieval, early medieval, yeah, right? um, like monster, <laughs> especially one that's not very well known. Like, man, you guys thought really in depth. Um, <laughs> last thing that is kind of just like the appearance and description of this is that these things are pretty much impossible to kill. Sick. No one's ever done like killed one. Really, even so, if you like take its hat, it, like doesn't matter can't kill it no i like it, it would lose its power but it, it i don't think you could kill it now the question is can it bleed <laughs> because if it bleeds <laughs> it can bleed, can we it. can kill it <laughs> uh, oh i also just want to take a moment and uh yeah. just remark on this picture that you have here man yeah it's oh a great gosh, one this picture is a masterpiece it like, is a horror to behold to to our uh listeners i'll just describe it is that it's like this little like goblin hairy creature just sitting on like a bed 
and he's got like it almost looks like these like triangle shades yeah he's just looking he at does. this presumably either knocked out or dead woman that's also in the bed and well, he's fun, just like fun fact mm. it's a unibrow which does mean that's a later. unibrow he's got a unibrow the most that's aggressive awesome. unibrow ever i like Seriously. i like thinking that he has like these like sick like triangle like anime shades man no it's a unibrow that's that makes it even worse oh my gosh anyway like he's just looking at this like dead lady like mm, she died yeah mm, and he's got like a weird grin on his face it looks like he's like mm. yeah. and then hey. there's just this horse it's like hey bro you ready to go i'm out of here man <laughs> Are you done yet? Oh, wackiest go. picture, bro. This, it is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so now a little bit more into the history. Um, so pre, or I guess like early medieval, a little bit. Um, I guess medieval history began what like seven hundred sure CE. So mm-hmm. um, maybe a little bit earlier, but anyways. Uh, so I guess kind of early to to mid medieval history in between like the 900s to the 1000 CE uh we have only a couple writings about this specific type of alp um we do so we have a couple but nothing very in depth um just kind of scattered around we we know that these things at least were written about oh, and so we do have um people are writing this this guy named um Go for it, man. Not gonna, not gonna yeah, got I, it. I, I want to hear it. I want to hear <laughs> I the... believe it. You can at least do well, the last I'm name. Last, I'm going to say his last name. Warderbush. Warderbush. Probably Warderbush. Warderbush. The V's you know. I don't know. Anyways, so this guy defined V's as either nature gods or nature demons equated with fawns, which are like the half goat half human things in classical mythology regarded as eerie ferocious beings as the mare he messes around with women uh so here he's using mare as right as the male version more masculine form but you know uh it's it's a it's a evolving thing so this creature alp or male mare messes around with women a mare is usually female with malicious into which is a malicious entity in german and slavic folklore that rides on people's chest while they sleep bringing on nightmares so again what we now know of alps and mares that's what they do um so these these were elves in germany um they were known to be tricksters and deceitful um there were a few phrases during the time which was uh either die elben or der Alp, something, whatever. Basically, it translated to the elves, or elf is um, deceiving me. So the elves are deceiving me. It was a very common phrase, apparently. Typical excuse. In Germany. <laughs> I can't do um, it, Mom. The elves are deceiving me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened to your homework? Have... Well, you see. <laughs> the elves. elves. They're deceiving me right now. Um, but in the early 13th century... Uh, Heinrich von Morgan. Yep. Morgan. That's his name. Um, his uh, a writing that he had was. I'm just gonna just do it, the English translation. Oh, I want to hear um, the German. It'd be so good. <laughs> uh, full many a man is bewitching my el. By sorry, full many a man is bewitched by elves. Thus, I am too bewitched to uh, by great love. Um. So again, just more talking about these Alps or elves. And um, Elbe is one of the words that he used, not what I used. Um, it was also used in the period to translate uh, things like nymphs. Gotcha. And stuff. So again, when we say, when I say Alp, when I say elf, all of those words were used for, right. like I said, kobolds, nymphs, uh, all kind mares and stuff. So like... Um, very confusing time fawns even you know very confusing time for these words and trying to kind of understand break them down they all kind of Uh, there was a lot of different words that all nowadays mean different things but back then they all meant the same thing just different names for generic magical creature basically 
Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, and during this time period, actually, so this would be closer to like a thousand or like yeah, one thousand uh, CE. We have a prayer mm. that was said by a lot of people in Germany. Living and, on a prayer. Uh, basically, um, elves appear to be threatening evil demonic forces. Um, we have this Latin prayer um, that was found inscribed in lead amulets around southern Scandinavia, uh, Schleswig, and just kind of northern Europe area. Um, so this prayer is called the Munich near something. Um, and so basically, just in English, it says, Elf, or, or el- also Little Elf, you shall remain no longer. Elves, sister and father, you shall go out and over the gate. Elves, mother, truet and mare, you shall go out onto the roof's edge. Let the mare not oppress me. Let the truet not pinch me. Let the mare not ride me. Let the mare not mount me. Oh Elves is your nose. I forbid you to blow on. Whoa. Oh, okay. So basically, they're just pleading with these mythical creatures. Um, and again, so elf and mare are the two ones that we're talking about today. Um, just pleading with them to not like afflict them. Yeah. Okay, so I have a little bit of a question. Love Maybe it. this is okay. obvious, but so with these Alps, are they like sexually assaulting people? Or are they, what are we just like writing on your I chest, am. just like <laughs> sitting on your chest, like giving you nightmares? So, or is there something else going on? If you scroll down a little bit, um, we'll get to it. When we get to it, I really need to know now, dude. <laughs> uh, okay. So it says here, so I specifically read on a couple of different pages that very few of these. I'm just going to call them assaults. Assaults were sexual assaults. I read that. So it happens, but, I, but it's not common. I, I, I don't believe that at all. Sure. I think all of them are sexual assaults because... I mean, like, it feels like it's I'll, a I'll sexual assault regardless of whether it's like anything specifically sexual is happening. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll go down, like, I'll, I'll read a little bit more of kind of the stuff that they did in a little bit, but whatever they're doing is considered sexual assault to me. Yeah. So yes, okay. it is. <laughs> I feel like laying next to, let alone on top of somebody, I feel like that should be considered sexual assault just in itself. But like it's not, it's not rape, okay. but it's, it's still sexual assault in my opinion. Perhaps that, that's what I was getting at, but there you go. Either way, these uh, dudes are bad news. No, they're and so, and so when the, the, when it says don't mount me, they don't mean that kind of mount. They mean, like on oh, like they sit, sit on, on you i would say that'd yeah. be a very graphic prayer that would be <laughs> uh and so we do have also in in this period um elves are described in northern germany to do evil biddings of witches nice and uh even martin luther uh the one that lived in europe right um he thought his mother was by um by these alps or these elves interesting uh, because she was i think she was sick all the time and um and everything so so clearly it's got to be uh witches and clearly. elves yeah. yeah it's also interesting to me because we've talked about this and i'm obviously going to bring up religious stuff every how to do it <laughs> that how even even in this time period how different christianity was because i don't think any christian would admit to believing in elves nowadays you mean even like santa's yeah like nowadays absolutely not but back then that was just that was just common that's exactly what you believed like that wasn't weird like there was like you can believe in elves and god at the same time they weren't mutually exclusive well, one mm-hmm. of the interesting things it seems is that, like with mythical creatures, is that if mythical creatures are viewed positively, that's kind of seen as like almost like paganism, right? But then if they're viewed negatively, you can almost right. kind of just like overwrite that as just being under the umbrella of demon esque creatures. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's okay to believe in demons because those are real, right? Like, <laughs> like little gnomes and like 
elves, kobolds, any of that that are like just doing their own thing or like somewhat like good, that's like Brown, yeah. not real. Very French. Yeah, none yeah. of those are attributed as like angels. None of them are given that like title. Mm-hmm. And yet mm-hmm. so many of the other ones that are like quote unquote evil are called demons. It's, I think that's strange. Apparently angels are just like put up on a higher pedestal that they don't think a lot of things deserve. Versus yeah. a demon. It's like, ah, eh, yeah, whatever. It's a demon. Nobody cares. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, so one of uh, the the word for nightmare in uh, Germany is Alptrum, which yeah. is uh, elf dream. Huh. So pretty interesting there as well. Um, it, the word might be different now. Right, right. That was obviously... I'm talking old about like German, high German, but yeah. So now we're moving into post medieval. So this is obviously a lot more common and Alps have like evolved tremendously now because nothing I've talked about was so far, really them sitting on people's chest, gotcha. and, you know, giving them nightmares. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was not the big part of the early like medieval time, but now we're getting into these stories are talked way more about. And so um, we get a lot more writing about it, a lot more stories with it. Um, so we can we can clearly define a little bit more of what these guys specifically right. as elves do. So the victims of Alps are mostly female. Dang. Uh, and then kind of it goes like female, then children, then men. It's kind of like the, the order of how mm-hmm. it would go. So... The attacks usually happen at night. They control the people's dreams and create horrible nightmares. Hence the word Alp trauma, I just mentioned, which is elf dream. Uh-huh. Um, an Alp attack is called an Alp druck or often Alp drake, uh, which is elf pressure. Again, like it's sitting on your chest, chest with applying pressure on your chest. I could uh, like, definitely see the relation between that because, you know, like if you're kind of in like a panicked dreaming state, you could probably yeah. feel like, uh, like a lot of pressure, like like almost like something's gripping your chest, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, especially especially uh, because they with, can turn invisible, so you think, oh, there must be sitting on my chest. Yeah, They're with their magical hat. Mm-hmm. Well, and so like Alp Drak, like I just mentioned, um, is when an Alp sits astride on a like 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 I said, like straddling a uh, sleeper's chest and becomes heavier until the crushing weight weight awakens and terrifies the bre- uh, the breathless dreamer um the victim awakes unable to move under the alps weight and if you guys um probably know yeah that sounds a lot like sleep paralysis. Yeah, that's literally a sleep paralysis demon yeah <laughs> once um it, and that's like exactly what it is because the word sleep paralysis that didn't exist in that time period no science had been done about right. it that's just the earliest what one of the obviously one of the earliest explanations for sleep paralysis yeah and i could see that as being like as well as nightmares as well one of the most like panicking feelings oh my goodness yeah. yeah seriously um and just kind of side note that i found um uh you've probably heard this the of the sam sammy uh people they're like the indigenous people of pretty much all of like north uh europe right like mm-hmm. uh the Sam, Sam people in like northern scandinavia russia just very like they're the indigenous people there right and even them uh they have uh stories dating back even further i believe with an evil elf called the dion diaton diaton i think is how it's pronounced no way um they transform into birds and other animals and they sit on the breast of sleeping people and give them nightmares that's so, crazy like, even if group of people have the same kind of story huh hmm. that's so, so cool. cool that's kind of spooky man uh, yeah very <laughs> so a little bit more on your question that you had a little bit earlier yeah Bryce. what what um, they uh what they'd be doing man this isn't sexual assault right so the alp is associated with vampires like i mentioned right? because it drinks the blood from the nipples of men children and if they attack women they perform or um they drink the breast milk of course um, of women and creepy. Like that's if so their, their, their main target would be pregnant or uh women that had just given birth or nursing, that's our yeah. main target or nursing yeah um and then obviously then it would just go normal women then children then men 
and if they couldn't get breast milk, it would just be blood. That's um, weird. so awful. Man. So that so is awesome. that is one hundred percent sexual assault, and I don't understand yeah. why sources. Well, it's not sexual assault. Well, it's not intercourse, so it's okay. Duh, no, that's that's <laughs> awful. Especially they're forcing them to yeah, not move. And exactly. Like... That's terrible. So, that's... Yeah, these things are awful and definitely not not fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's assault if yeah, I've ever so heard it. <laughs> definitely, definitely assault. Um, these they're they're gross. <laughs> um. Now that we have you know that kind of talking talking about, um, mm-hmm. we do also get a little bit more activity other than assaulting women. Um, they do have a tendency for mischief, like other elves and other stories and stuff. Sure, um, we've talked about like the uh, Scandinavian gnomes and stuff. These guys are very similar to where they'll sour milk, they'll uh, re-diaper a baby. So like a maid will. There's like stories of like a maid that changes the diaper of a baby, and then she turns around and comes back, and the old like dirty diaper is back on the baby that sounds like um, a, a very sleep deprived sleep deprived confused uh, <laughs> t- uh babysitter yeah right the one who just doesn't uh know what's going on man and like everybody always thinks that uh their milk is being soured by somebody else and it's just not going bad because you don't have a refrigerator right right yeah, yeah you don't you know. <laughs> but uh if we also talked about um like the fairy locks or elf knots from um oh the, yeah the Scandinavian fairy rings well, right? how they would um That's no no fairy locks are like the knots yeah. on the horses like mane when like hair yeah. gets knotted together yeah so they they love tangling horses hair into the fairy locks they tangle uh, my hair all the time twisting so. on the horse, <laughs> horses uh horses tail um they're often uh ride horses at night until they're exhausted <laughs> Um, and then they'll crush small farm animals such as like oh. geese during like because they, they sorry jerk. I guess I should have mentioned before. seriously so they'll also give nightmares and stuff to animals oh discriminate poor guys sit on the chest of animals and then some of the smaller animals will die oh jeez that went from yeah, like pretty, pretty awful that went from like kind of mean but at the same time like relatively harmless of just riding the horse oh, all night and making it tired murder you're just like oh it also will just crush them to death. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness yeah um and so they also get blamed for things like illnesses mm-hmm. uh for uh cow's milk or like cows that stop providing dry, yeah right? like they're, they're stop providing milk um they they because they they you know they like breast milk but they also like cow's they milk love they milk, do. huh things are freaks milk. these things are they have a problem man <laughs> yeah oh they're but like we've talked about some like things like this before like the like the scandinavian gnomes but right. these guys are literally just a much evil yeah version. yeah these guys are awful this is the worst because the, the scandinavian like the gnomes and stuff at least they'll help with the like chores and stuff yeah and then there's uh there's the what were the the ones with the seven dwarves? And they just like steal your pots and lick your pans and stuff. These guys, those those guys were <laughs> kind of harmless. Yule lads. Yeah, the Yule lads. And the doors and stuff. Yeah, I mean they were annoying, <laughs> but like they were relatively harmless. And these guys are like, oh yeah, their mom killing people, children, but they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like I said, uh, these things were for the most part and majority of people considered demons. But we do have some interest instances with stories talking about how an alp is created from the spirits of recently dead relatives. Whoa. So that would be more like a spirit or a ghost oh. instead of a demon. That, but, that must be a pretty uh, terrible uh, person that you know. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah. And then so there's a couple ways to become an alp or to tell if someone is or will become an alp. Whoa, now okay. they can transform and like, as in like they'll become infected die and then come back as an elf or like it's just like a transformation of one day they're a kid and the next person demon possession oh gotcha or or just being able to tell i I guess you'll you'll mean sorry yeah we'll be confused after i'm already confused so perfect (laughs) so children may become an elf if a woman bites a horse collar so like during pregnancy and stuff during that time okay they would bite down on collars to like ease the pain um during like childbirth and stuff if they bite down very hard um also so point blank like that's that's so you're just gonna way. give birth, <laughs> i don't know you're gonna give birth to an alp <laughs> if you bite a horse collar during childbirth 
that's so weird yeah and then also a child born with a call or hair that palms so like a calic or something i think um can also become an alp interesting if a woman who is pregnant is frightened by an animal they could also become an alp the Um, child and then still yeah this the child sorry gotcha uh stillborn infants are suspected to return from the grave as an alp to torment their family jeez um so bryce this one will be familiar to you people who have eyebrows that meet are suspected to be alps. oh my gosh eyebrows. the discrimination man the alps in disguise and you got a wicked um, unibrow and then all of a sudden you're an alp seriously um and then the last one is sometimes an alp is a spirit summoned by a witch or a person or an evil person wishing harm on another and sent to torment them. Dang. Um, so it's either, yeah, like like I mentioned earlier, kind of like with the evil eye stuff, it's kind of more like a curse as well. Gotcha. So very similar to a werewolf, sometimes a normal human or animal can become an alp, or if they are an alp, they can kind of transform and become an alp at night. Right. Um, like a were-alp? <laughs> a were-alp, yeah. That's awful. Uh, they'll be completely unaware of their their activities. Um, Dang. So yeah, they will have no idea. And then, so finding an alp in any of these situations is not as um, sounds like it would be difficult. Not, yeah. So it's not like um, it's not like kind of sitting waiting for that right. because like you have no idea who or what you're looking for, right? Um, you won't be able to like. Uh, because they transform right. similar to like a werewolf or whatever you can't look for like cuts on them right um so it's, it's just a very difficult process and i don't think there are really anyone out there like hunting alps it was kind of just like how do i cure right. this alp and so it's just like you, you um, can't like hunt them down by like tracking them or doing anything specific it just you kind of have to just be lucky or unlucky to and exactly. like, stumble upon them mid alping and then you can catch alping. them and try it and try and stop see them transform. right there you go back you know uh-huh. so you can't just oh, yeah. like go around and look for like everybody with like huge unibrows <laughs> and then like throw them all in jail i think i think you could do that one specifically because sure. that's something that but what if they pluck their you know? what if they pluck their unibrow then you're foiled mm. <laughs> uh-huh i know uh <laughs> So a person can be cured if they're found if it's found out who sent them, gotcha. and um, and dealing with them, aka probably killing them. Dang. Um, and just like anything that's suspected to be evil, witchcraft is the prime suspect for every single case. Of course, Alpe attack. So is it, basi- is it basically that like say like a witch would have beef with somebody? And then they would summon an alp, which would possess like somebody, and then that person like might transform into an alp at night, and then like do the alp stuff, <laughs> and then if you like get rid of the witch, then they're cured. Yes, I think so. Oh man, wow. it's awful. It feels like such a roundabout way to try and punish somebody as that witch. <laughs> you got a problem with someone, so you're like, hey, let me summon this other thing to then go and cause I havoc, know, like, and maybe hurt I that person. Apples. Or I can maybe summon an elf. <laughs> an elf that uh, might yeah. go and affect them someday. So let's let's say there's probably no witch involved okay. and you're just getting these nightmares all the time and you want to figure out how to solve this alp problem. I, I need to know. I have... Hey, Do I need to bake with eggshells gonna... again? Yeah. No, this, this is about, about as weird. So <laughs> protections against the alp include... Laying a broomstick under your pillow. That sounds, that sounds terribly comfy. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. Um, iron horseshoes hung from the bedpost. I hope one doesn't fall off in the night. That would be... <laughs> Scare you, give you a real nightmare. Yeah, that would be... Or fall on your head. That'd be uncomfy. Yeah. Uh, these two are definitely the easiest. Placing shoes on the uh, against the bed with the toes pointing towards the door. Interesting. Or placing a mirror on the the chest uh i guess beds back then had chests right so you put it on oh i was thinking they meant like door. sleeping like when you're sleeping in bed putting a mirror on top of oh, your chest so that way like when it sits on your chest it's like looking at itself and scares itself away i just thought that was uncomfortable so i i just figured that there was like 
chest. Yeah, I, I mean, probably feel like you'd have like a like a chest at the end of your bed, and then you put a mirror. Well, on it. and uh, and in that that one specifically will make sense. I guess I can just jump to it. Oh. Um, so basically, uh, Alp, Alps can only enter or exit from where they entered. So gotcha. if they're looking go into a door with a mirror it'll just confuse them maybe. gotcha so like they they might think that the door that they came in is through the mirror but they're just seeing the reflection and they get all turned around and yeah whatnot yeah gotcha okay um very similar to like some uh, like werewolves and stuff uh apparently alps are weak to steel nice instead of silver yeah. and then also cross because you know religion hey everybody's scared of religion so Um, and then if awoken by an alp and find them still there on your chest if you aren't being crushed and can't talk and anything if if that happens and you can still talk you can address them by asking them to return in the morning and they can borrow something have a cup of coffee you feed them breakfast or something they'll dash dash away and come back in the morning in their true form as like a human or something Uh... make sure you look out for unibrow because they will have a unibrow and they'll you can give them their coffee or something so if you just have a if you have a bad nightmare and then you your friend shows up to your house the next morning and is like hey you want some yeah. coffee you uh, kill him you out how dare you yeah it's just so confused um, yeah so this <laughs> what? is what we're talking about uh, so if you could plug up all, like all the holes in your house you know because it's made of wood probably sure uh like key holes and stuff you also fill up uh, before a visitation so you have to apparently know when they're going to visit right. but maybe every night i guess to prepare so you plug up all that you uh make sure you like have everything locked and everything uh seal just everything inside the room and it forces them to only exit in through one direction but also be careful of that because if you seal everything up they can't escape nice. so they'll be trapped with you yeah, yeah i would think trapping an alpin with you would be a bad idea Nah, I'm not yeah. trapped in here with them. They're trapped in here with me. Well, seeing <laughs> as how they're Let's indestructible go. and they have a magic hat, I think you're kind of screwed. Until I take their hat. Their hats don't have chin straps. I can pull it off. <laughs> they're not that smart. Um, and then the last, or there's three more, but the next two are, to me, the most sensible. Uh-huh. So you can keep a light on consistently during the night and it can ward them off. Smart. Simple uh, enough. Because yeah and then the one that makes the most sense is a sentry someone next to you could be stayed to or employed to sit next to you while you sleep to watch for an alp nice um and so when they try to attack the person that's sleeping they can be driven away or caught but not killed by someone who is uh not under the influence of the alps of the person that's guarding over you yeah that sounds like a smart person like hey i'll sit by your bed and keep you safe all night and then the person sleeps wakes up in the kill i fend off three alps last night you're welcome you owe me you owe me a chicken and uh, yeah you better keep playing me otherwise they'll come back so (laughs) um but the most surefire way i'm just kidding just a random weird way that i found (laughs) to weaken or immobilize a alp is by shoving a lemon in its mouth and it should be it's like basically useless and immobilized for the next day. That's awful. <laughs> Man, I just what a imagine, weird thing. Imagine you wake up from having the worst nightmare ever. You see an alp, you grab your safety lemon slices, <laughs> shove it in its mouth, and then it just instantly freezes. <laughs> and then it's just like swinging around and stuff. Oh it's just frozen. The way you said that just made me think of in Harry Potter when there's all like the blue pixies and they cast a spell and it just like immobilizes uh-huh. them basically, man. And then you can just was... like swing around, put it on your doorstep, enjoy it as like an ornament for the day. I was gonna say that reminded me of like you know like the shows where like somebody comes back from military combat and they sleep with a knife under their bed or a gun or something. Someone wakes them up in the middle of the night and they like jump with the gun already in their hand. They're pointing. Well, that's yeah. you with a lemon. Every time you wake up, you just instant lemon in your hand and you're like put ready to fight every it's morning just, lemon don't Man, come near room, me your room smells so clean it's like citrusy <laughs> oh i've got lemons <laughs> everywhere they're stashed everywhere in case i fall asleep no wonder you uh, wake easy up access. crying <laughs> uh, but so it's it's pretty interesting uh because as like i'm going through this and i'm like okay cool we have all of these examples of things like that but i wasn't able to find hardly 
any stories. Right. Just like just actual stories with of people uh, that had these experiences. So it, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, but I did find one, and this is uh, from the 13th century. So this story is specifically about a mare. So the, uh, I guess the more feminine version. Gotcha. Um, so we we find this in the uh, Norse uh, in in Glinga saga saga. I 100% pronounced that wrong, but it's fine. So we have uh, King uh, Van Landi. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from Kala, which was a, pretty much like the spiritual center of uh, like Norse culture, but like it's in, it's in Sweden. Um, so basically I won't, um, uh, he, he, he ended his, like, not, he didn't end his life. Mm-hmm. He died because of these things. Gotcha. Um, and so the he story goes <laughs> that, um, there was a Finnish, Finnish, uh, sorceress named Hul, uh, Huld or Hulda, um, who hired, was hired by his wife who he abandoned. And, uh, he promised that he would return to her in three years he was like going to like conquer lands or something and um he never returned and after 10 years his wife uh got this hooled uh the sorceress to either lure the king back to her or kill him if she couldn't Dang. and uh so basically what she did is she summoned this demon or uh like mayor um to go torture him wow and he was complaining and the story goes he was complaining over and over to his his family uh, and his guards and his people that he was having these nightmares and basically having sleep paralysis and night terrors and everything and he talked about this thing um basically he described it as a nightmare that rode him (laughs) so he just had this issue went on so long and it ended up killing him either through like madness or suffocating i don't i don't know exactly how he died sleep deprivation maybe maybe yeah it it was just a pretty cool story and by cool i mean terrifying but uh it's interesting just because like there's so much lore to these things and like detail and i was having the hardest time finding anything (laughs) so like abnormal you know because like with almost any monster that's existed throughout history you can always find like at least somebody that's willing to be like, "Yep, I yeah. saw one, and this is my experience." Exactly. Right. What I don't understand why everyone's so shy about claiming to have been seen or affected or attacked or whatever I by an owl. Yes, because these things are like invisible. Oh, that's, that's true. true. That's true. Nobody can claim they saw one. I guess like a lot of the stories would just be like, "And I woke up and I was all sweaty and my chest hurt," and I was right? like, "Man, that was the worst nightmare ever." Did you see him? No. Did you well, shove a lemon there. in their mouth? No. Well, I promise he was there for sure. I promise. It's like, okay, sure, bud. 100%. Whatever you say. Dang. So, but yeah, this, these things were really interesting to, to study. I have always, like, I've, I've known that they were, I guess I should have asked you guys if you had heard of them before. I had um, not. I had heard of that there was a creature named Nightmares. And that, that, like, that's where the name, like, the term nightmare was based off of. And I kind of knew very, very little about it, but that was all I had heard of, really. So, yeah, these things are a little, yeah, a little, <laughs> a little bit, bit all over the place. crazier than just a <laughs> single creature or a single uh, name. Very, very interesting to, to learn about. Um, way, like, when I went into this thinking, because I, I had heard of them before and I kind of wanted to do these things for a while, but man, I was shocked by all the different things that I learned. Um, also, that I cannot speak uh, yeah. German. <laughs> all good. It's a tricky one. <laughs> but yeah, I will say that like m- maybe this is the most nefarious monster that we've covered yet. Seriously. Sure. Because, I mean, not only is it killing some people and, and animals, but it's also doing also terrible things before it kills them or instead yeah, it's of... Yeah, like torturing people. Yeah, that's awful. Just give me a clean when, death, like, please. <laughs> and, like, let's say these things existed. Like, these things are still tormenting people to this day. Right. You know, like, 
like whether or not they exist they're like the effect of them is still in existence yeah. today which is just really terrifying that like and we still have no idea fully what sleep sleep paralysis is like we can help that and everything yeah. but like people that have sleep paralysis i mean there's no cure for that currently right mm-hmm. um it's like yeah we think uh, we know what's causing it but there's nothing i can do about it just like it's just a weird yeah. thing that your body does sometimes and try not to i guess it's like cool thanks <laughs> yeah just try and but, not have yeah, sleep paralysis uh, uh, just, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> try not to forehead this much of like a horror creature Seriously. going into it even like it wasn't like scary but like it's definitely way more of a horror story nightmare than like what i was expecting yeah, yeah absolutely definitely. i expected so. it to just be like a weird little creature that came and like sat near your bed and like ambiently freaked you out and that was about it not like the horrible creature that it was <laughs> That's awful. Uh, yeah, so thanks guys for listening. Like, if people, if you want to introduce someone to a freaky new creature, yeah. the alpha's the way to go. Maybe if you know someone who has sleep paralysis, you can uh, show this, them this episode. Man, I mean, I don't blame it on the elf. I, mean, I don't, I don't have sleep paralysis, so I don't know. But I think if I did, I would be grateful for the sleep paralysis over these things. I oh, these things true. are way terrible. I would, I would rather have just bog standard than this monstrosity. <laughs> so i can't speak for everyone but share share anything that you like come check yeah, out our tiktok you know we mm-hmm. we love we love seeing everyone here absolutely and we will catch you next week yeah